nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Father, you are the author of life. You are the creator of life. You are the fulfillment and the healer of life. I pray today that you would put a new heart and a new spirit within my daughter. Replace a heart of stone and give her a heart that will obey you and honor you. I decree and declare that she will lift up holy hands according to my faith. She will follow you with her whole heart and submit to your Lordship. Bring her to a place of repentance and put your spirit within her. Give her the power to escape the traps, schemes, and manipulations of the world. I declare today, according to Romans 6, 14 through 19, that sin will no longer have dominion over my daughter. She will no longer operate under the law, but under grace. She will no longer be a slave to sin, but a slave to righteousness and truth. I decree and declare that she will no longer be dominated by the flesh, but the Spirit of God will rule her heart. Thanks be to God who looks beyond our faults and meet our needs. For the freedom in Christ has set us free, and she shall stand firm in that freedom and not submit to the yoke of slavery ever again. I thank you, Father, that it is already done by faith. I expect the full manifestation of her deliverance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you will call in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. When I go through the fire, the Lord will be with me. When I pass through the high waters, I will not be consumed. When trouble encamps around me, I will not fear, for my God is a present help in times of trouble. For the Lord is near to the broken heart and saves the crushed in spirit. Though I walk through a dark valley, I will not fear no evil. 
For the Lord my God is faithful to keep me, faithful to protect me, and powerful to defend me. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. When I go through the fire, the Lord will be with me. When I pass through the high waters, I will not be consumed. When trouble encamps around me, I will not fear. For my God is a present help in times of trouble. For the Lord is near to the broken heart and saves the crushed in spirit. Though I walk through a dark valley, I will fear no evil. For the Lord my God is faithful to keep me, faithful to protect me, and powerful to defend me. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For the God that I serve does not slumber nor sleep. The Lord knows the hairs on my head. The Lord knows my coming and my goings. I am the apple of my Father's eye. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord my God forever. For the Lord is my Savior and Redeemer all-powerful, all-sufficient to meet all of my needs. All of the livestock in the forest are his, and he owns a cattle on a thousand hills, according to his word. He supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. do I get? an answered prayer through for my child. Are you a parent praying to God for an answered prayer for your son or for your daughter? Maybe you're discouraged today because there are no answers. Maybe you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling because the situation appears to be getting worse in your child's life. Well, here's how to get an answered prayer for your children. What you need to remember today is your faith. Faith is simply a confidence and belief in God that he will perform his word. See, this is important. It is so important that the adversary, the enemy, Satan himself, he wants to destroy your confidence and your belief in God through fear, worry, and doubts. The enemy wants you to believe or wants to influence you to believe that things will always be the same way. That your children will get worse. They will never listen. They will never repent. They will never come to themselves. These are eventualities. These are the things that Satan himself wants to plant in your mind, soul, and spirit. So in all of this, in order to get an answered prayer, what you have to do is pro 
protect your faith. Yes, protect your faith. That is protect your confidence and your belief in God. Well, the question is, how do I protect my faith and my confidence in God? I want to take you to a scripture today. And before we pray, I want to plant this scripture in your mind, soul, and spirit because this is how you protect what you believe and you protect your confidence. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, 6 through 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The Bible says that this peace that God gives you will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Now, what does it mean when it says guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus? Your heart and mind is basically wrong feelings that you have about a situation and wrong thinking that you have. When the Bible says it will guard your heart, that is the wrong feelings. The peace of God will guard you from the wrong feelings about a situation. And when it says wrong thinking, it means that the peace of God will guard you from wrong thinking about a situation. Now, all of this guarding is your faith because the only thing that pleases God the only thing that gets God's hand to move on our behalf in a situation is your faith. So we're talking about guarding your faith so you can get an answer from God. Because all of the promises of God are yes and amen. God wants to answer your prayer. God wants to manifest his power in your life. God wants to do exceedingly and abundantly above what you're asking or what you're thinking. But the only thing that pleases God and the only thing that moves God is your faith. The Bible talks about in James where your faith is precious to God. And that is what he is looking at. And that is the basis of where he moves. And so this is the thing that you have to protect is your faith. And the peace of God protects your faith from wrong feeling and wrong thinking. So what exactly is this peace that God is talking about? What is the peace of God? The Bible says be anxious for nothing. 
That does not mean that when we look at our circumstances and we look at things that are going on in the world, it does not mean for us not to care about these things. It simply means for us not to worry because we believe that God is powerful and that God is in control of all things. When it comes to your family or when it comes to your son, your daughter, or your children, we shouldn't carry about life like we do not care. Yes, we care. We just don't allow it to propel us to wrong feeling and wrong thinking because we're looking to God and we believe that God is absolutely in control of all things and he will come through and manifest things in his timing so protecting your faith protecting your faith and adopting this thinking it is basically allowing God's peace to guard our hearts and minds through three things I want to plant in your mind soul and spirit and the scripture mention these things. The three things are adoration, supplication, and appreciation. These are the things I want to plant in your heart today. I want you to remember adoration, supplication, and appreciation. The Bible says here, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, prayer, which is adoration, and it says supplication and appreciation with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. When you do these things, the Bible says that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When you do these three things, you have a covering or a protection that will guard your heart and mind from wrong feelings and wrong thinking. So let's dive into what they are. Basically, the Bible talks about first prayer. It says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer. Prayer is simply adoration. Adoration is all in how you approach God. It's how you approach him. It is acknowledging God's power. It is recognizing that regardless of how big this situation is or how difficult it looks, it is recognizing that God is the source of everything that I need. Adoration is a posture of surrendering a situation on to God. And this is very, very important. In 2 Kings, 19, 14 through 19, Hezekiah received 
threats from the Assyrian king that they were coming to destroy their land. And the first thing that Hezekiah did in verse 15, the Bible says, And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. And his first words were, Lord, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. See, the first thing that Hezekiah did was he gave adoration to God. Remember, adoration is all in your approach, how you approach God. And the first thing that Hezekiah said was, Lord, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. This is him adoring God in his approach. He's acknowledging that regardless of the Assyrian's threat, regardless of how big their army is, regardless of their past history of defeating other countries, you are the God of gods. The God of Israel is the source of my strength and the strength of my life. And I will come to him in times of trouble. I will not worry. I will not have wrong feelings and wrong thinking. But I will acknowledge God in prayer. So remember to make prayer your priority. Every time you make prayer your priority, you are adoring God because you're approaching Him above all things. The second thing the Bible talks about here, it says, with supplications. Yes, it says, by prayer and supplication. Now, you have adoration. It is approaching God. And supplication is a intensifying plea. Supplication is simply your request. It is letting your request be made known to God. This is supplication. It is a plea. And here is the thing. Whatever you're asking God for, Whatever you're asking God to do, learn how to ask, expecting God to perform his word. It is the same as ordering food from a restaurant. Okay, you don't order that food and hope that they would deliver on their order. You don't pay your money at a restaurant or come through a drive-thru and hope that you're gonna get your service or your food. No, you expect when you place an order, you absolutely expect the restaurant to deliver on their service. It's an expectation. 
Now, when you pray and you make your supplications to God, it is the same as placing an order in heaven. And this is why the Bible says whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven because when you make an order unto God, God is obligated to fulfill your request as long as it is based in the word of God and as long as you are having faith in God. This is the reason it is important to protect your faith, not allowing yourself to become discouraged through wrong feelings and wrong thinking, but letting the peace of God the Bible says, which surpasses all understanding, it should guard your heart and mind. It guards your heart and mind through number one, adoration, and number two, supplication. Asking God, simply ask him for what he wants, because heaven is higher than earth. Yes, regardless of what's going on on earth, heaven determines everything. Heaven is above everything. And when you connect with God who is in heaven, then you are connecting with authority. It is like this. You know the Supreme Court is the highest court of appeals. They've got all kinds of courts that lead up to the Supreme Court. The lower courts may make all kinds of decisions, but if the Supreme Court decides to hear a case, it is irrelevant what other courts have decided. If the Supreme Court decides it will hear an issue, it doesn't matter what the lower courts have decided. Only what the Supreme Court rules sticks. All of the courts, no matter how powerful, just or unjust, must pale in significance when the Supreme Court rules. I don't know who has made a decision over your life. I don't know what court has ruled on your circumstances. It may have been the court of your employer who has ruled that you will never leave this position. It may be the court of your finances that has decided you will never live a better lifestyle or you will never live in financial freedom. It may be the court of the doctor that said he can't fix a disease. It may be the court of your own mind that says your children will always be in bondage and your prayers will never be answered. But at least appeal it to the Supreme Court. Make your supplications to God. At least place it on the docket up there so that God can decide what the final rendering is. If he takes the case, if God takes your case, the Supreme Court of Heaven, it doesn't matter what the court of your employer has said, 
or the court of your doctor or the court of your lawyer or the court of your circumstances the court of your mind the court of spiritual warfare all other courts and thoughts become irrelevant because God sits on the throne and what he says must come to pass in your life what he says is the final ruling if God said that your children will be delivered then regardless of what your circumstances say regardless of how it looks your children will be delivered this is the word of God the Bible says the grass withers and the flowers fade but the word of God his word it stands forever you can rest with confidence you can rely on the word of God so remember make your supplications make your request appeal your request to the supreme court of heaven and then there's the next one you have adoration you have supplication and then you have appreciation the bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god so the Bible says there's adoration, there's supplication, and then there's thanksgiving, which is appreciation. It is adopting an attitude of gratitude when you pray. Now, when it comes to being grateful and thankful, let me plant this scripture in your soul. Here's what the Bible says. Luke 17, 11 through 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go, show yourselves to the priest. As they went, they were cleansed. And verse 14 highlights an answered prayer. As they went, Jesus healed them. The Bible says they were cleansed. But one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back. Praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you whole. 
Now, what's the difference in this one leper that came back to thank Jesus and the other nine that went their way? Well, obviously, this one leper came back to thank God while the other ones didn't. But there was something else that happened to this one leper who came back to thank God that did not happen to the other nine. This leper was made whole. This is God's desire. Not just what happens on the outside, which they were healed, but also what happens on the inside that you have a love for God and you have a thirst for him. See, the other nine was just cleansed. They were cleansed on the outside. But this one leper, he was cleansed not only on the outside, but he was also made whole, which means he was cleansed on the inside. And he wanted to follow God. See, God wants to answer your prayer. He wants to see you delivered. He wants to see your children delivered. But God wants to see you through this situation. He wants to see you whole. Continuing to love him and chase after him and give thanks to him. So this guy, this leopard, thanked God and he was made whole. Remember adoration. Remember supplication. But also remember appreciation. It is your thankfulness. Thank you, Lord, for saving. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming. Thank you, Lord, for rescuing. Even begin to thank God for healing and delivering your children even before you see it manifest. It's faith and it's expectation. God, I thank you on credit. Before it's done, I'm going to speak those things that are not as though they were. This is faith. And the Bible says that when you do these things, it says that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Now, when you do these things, this is the peace of God it's going to guard your heart and your mind. It's going to keep you from wrong feelings and wrong thinking. It's going to surpass, the Bible says, all understanding. That means that everything I can understand about my circumstances, I can understand that it's bad. I can understand that my child is in bondage or I can understand that I need healing. I can understand that my child needs healing. I can understand that the circumstances is bad. 
but the peace of God is like a plane that flies over a bad area. The peace of God surpasses all of the bad things that you know about your circumstances because the peace of God in your mind, it says that God is in control and my ladder is going to be greater. The peace of God says that yes, it's bad now, but it won't always be this way because I am trusting in God's word for healing, restoration, and deliverance. The peace of God is not based on you being happy, but the peace of God is based on you having an inner joy that says, my circumstances may not be what I want them to be right now, but I have peace that God is powerful, that God is in control, and that his purposes and his plans will unfold in my life. And they are already unfolding because God works all things together for the good and for his glory. This is God's peace. It's a constant attitude God is in control. It's a constant attitude which comes from the leading of the Holy Spirit that God is the Emmanuel. He is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And he that beginneth a good work in us, he's going to complete that work until the day of Christ Jesus. He is the author and he is the finisher of our faith. And all we have to do is protect our faith from wrong feelings and wrong thinking. Remember my brothers and sisters, that nothing is impossible for those who believe. Let us pray. O oh, Father of all grace, peace, and truth, we humble ourselves before your throne of grace in the name of Jesus and by the power of your resurrecting, saving blood. We thank you for another day of life liberty and peace for this is a day that you have made let us rejoice and be glad in it father we pray over our faith that you would protect it in our comings and in our goings father we pray over adoration that is our prayer life help us to never have a dry prayer life but help us to boldly come before your throne in a posture of surrenderance, trusting in you for everything, purely recognizing that you are the source of our strength and the strength of our life. Father, help us in supplication, identifying and asking you and letting our 
request be made known before you. Help us, Father, not to doubt in our hearts, but help us and strengthen our faith to believe in you for what's possible in our life. For with man it is impossible, but with you all things are possible. We pray, Father God, that you would strengthen our faith to believe that you are the God that's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above what we may ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of us. So, Father, I pray that you would strengthen our faith to ask and it shall be given to us. Seek and we shall find and knock and the doors of favor and grace shall be open unto us. And Father, I hope that you would continue to keep our hearts in a posture of gratefulness and thankfulness. I pray, Father, that you would give us a sensitivity to your Holy Spirit that would alarm and alert us of the spirit of pride that tries to creep within us. But help us to be grateful for the big and for the small. Help us to already thank you in advance, even for things that have not manifested. Help us to be grateful in all things. And I pray for your peace that surpasseth everything that we can understand. Help us to trust in you for absolutely everything, to lean not on our own understanding, but to acknowledge you in all things, that you would direct and guide our path. Order our steps by your word today. Lead and guide us every day into all truth, Pray, Father God, that we see the manifestations of our prayers in our children, in our grandchildren, and throughout our family line. Father, we thank you and we love you. And it's in Jesus' precious and powerful name we pray. Amen.